Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas today in the eyewear space. And you're going to love this brand called Rebel Kin on the podcast today, Leah Shaw. Leah, it's so great to meet you and have you on the podcast Thank you. Thanks for having me. Dude, I'm so excited. I've had fun getting to know you, like even before today, like doing my research on you and the company, and then get you know having conversation before we even hit record. So much fun, um, and I can't wait to unpack your brand. Um, let's do this. Share with our audience a little bit about your background. I saw you're a freelance designer, and 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 how did you even get into the eyewear space? Yeah. So. Um, I guess I'll start back. Like I went to St. Cloud State University here in Minnesota for graphic design. And, you know, right out of college, I was hired at a small re- retail marketing agency and I worked there for almost 10 years. Wow. Um, I loved it. It was I really bet. small. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a really small, like family oriented place, like a really relaxed atmosphere. Like I, I never wanted to leave, you know, it was really it was really fun being there, but, you know, at the same time, I've always had like this entrepreneurial bug, you know, I've always wanted to like build something for myself and like, you know, build this life that I could, you know, just have to have for myself, you know, so I've, I'm always doing like research or thinking of like little businesses I could start. Um, but I mean, I have everything from like Etsy shops, printing wow. people's photographs onto wood canvases and like just things like that. But I also did a lot of freelancing graphic design work and I was really, really good at that. And I built that up really fast. You know, I grew it so much so to the point where I was on my computer like 15, 16 hours a day. But like every waking moment I was on my computer you know, up close in front of a big screen. Sure. Um, like a lot of us, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I really started to feel the side effects of that, like the eye strain, the headaches, and the biggest one being sleep disruption. Like I had a really hard time falling asleep at night and I couldn't stay asleep. And eventually that really started to affect me, my ambition. Like I was irritable, crabby all the time, like you name it. Sure. <laughs> um, so I was talking to a friend and they were like, have you ever tried blue light blocking glasses? And I was like, what? <laughs> what, what is, is a that? blue light blocking ga- glasses? Yeah, exactly. I don't, you know, I don't, ha- I don't wear glasses. I thank God still have 20, 20 vision. Sure. Um, <laughs> and like that whole world was really unknown to me. So I did a lot of research and I was like, I'm going to give this a shot. This sounds like it could work for me. So I tried a lot of different pairs. I ordered from tons of different companies and, um, the first few, like I bought like these really cute ones that, you know, were really stylish, but they just didn't work. Like I could tell, like the lenses were really crappy. I couldn't really see through them. And they had this weird yellow haze. And, you know, as a designer, I can't have any color distortion, you know? (laughs) So, um, and then I found like some other companies that, you know, have really effective, great lenses. Like they're really reputable, but their, their styles were just like, you know like i did not want to wear them in front of other people because they were just like i don't know not my style not very flattering (laughs) yeah so you know with i 
you know, I stuck with those for a while just because they were working, but I really hated the style. And I was like, there's got to be, you know, a company out there for me that, you know, combines the style and the functionality, but I just didn't find it. So, you know, having a product-based business is always um, intrigued me and I've always wanted to do something like that. So I'm like, I'm going to fill this gap. I want to create like these really stylish yet highly functional glasses because it just, I just couldn't find anything out there that suited me. So that's, that's how I got started. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's one thing to have an idea and okay, I want to do something about glasses, but how did you take that first step? Like you, you didn't, like you said, you don't even wear glasses. You hadn't been working in the glasses industry or whatnot. Like what did that right. look like? How did you even decide to, to start figuring out a product? So, Oh my gosh. Google was my best friend for a very long time. Like <laughs> I did so much research and you know, I still had my full-time job. So sure. it's not like, it's not like something I was like, like, okay, like all these, yeah, it wasn't like something I had timelines, you know, I was going to start this business and I had to like do this and this. It was right. just kind of like a casual, a casual thing for a really long time. And, you know, I just kept researching and researching and then, I started learning about, you know, finding manufacturers and that whole process. And, and yeah, it just kind of built up from there. Like I, I, um, found a lot of bad manufacturers at first. Like, <laughs> how did you, you know, know they were not, how did you know they weren't good? <laughs> well, you should have seen my, my office at the time. Like I had <laughs> stacks and stacks and stacks of samples. Like I oh ordered God, so many samples from people. Yeah. And I tested them all out myself and, and I just, I filtered through all the junk <laughs> first basically. But, um, eventually I found this really, really great small company. They take more of, um, like a handmade approach. They're small batch handcrafted like they're artisans basically um and they shared with me all of their engineering and researching processes and how they make their lenses and um and then the way like the materials that they use were really great and yeah I just fell in love with these guys and they are really really great so you know we work closely together now to design my collections picking out premium materials like cellulose acetates and Japanese gold-plated stainless steels like to be all fancy but (laughs) um, (laughs) yeah and you know just curating the really you know the beautiful colors and flattering shapes and all those great details that go into you know crafting our final product so I'm I feel really lucky to have found these guys to collaborate with and partner with because they've been really great. Wow. And where did you start? Was it one type of um, glasses, a piece of eyewear to begin with? Was it one type of lens and look like, how did you, how did you figure out what was going to be the first thing? Well, so when I first started working with them and I, you know, when I launched my website, I had four styles just for it. And I still only have like a really small collection, but, um, I ordered, I only started out with like maybe 50 pairs total in like four different styles. Right. And before I, I ordered these though, I had tested out all the different lenses, um, and chose one that's really good. 
and yeah, that's <laughs> that's how I started with fifty pairs and got and then, it up online. And <laughs> right, so then what did you what put it on a website? Did you, and how did you get the word out? How did you get people to start testing out the product? And and you know what I mean, like get some initial yeah. interest. So I learned a lot about influencer marketing, and it was a very new world to me. And you know, I. I just started reaching out to people like, Hey, I have this great product that I developed. Like, would you mind testing it out and maybe sharing with your audience if you know, you like them. And that worked out really well for me. Like my Instagram blew up. I mean, would blew <laughs> wow. up, you know, but so I mean, cool. when you have zero followers and then you go from like zero to 250, like that's awesome. That's a lot. You know? <laughs> totally so, agree. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, just reaching out to people and, you know, developing these virtual relationships with people has, has really got like really got things going for me basically. Wow. And then, so what was the hot seller at first? You said you had like four styles. Like what did it look like at first? Um, I, so I have this one pair called Marilyn. So I name my styles after like, like ambition, ambitious women from history oh, so i have like you know marilyn bridget. monroe and audrey hepburn yeah bridget um, bardot yeah. um <laughs> That's so, great. so yeah and marilyn like it was kind of um like a peach colored like clear lens like that was really popular at first so that one sold out right away <laughs> wow. um <laughs> that's crazy yeah, yeah but yeah. <laughs> so how did you handle that? So you, you get some influencer marketing and then people start buying your product and were you like oh, surprised? Did you have enough inventory? Like what did you do? So when I got my first sale, I literally like cried. <laughs> like, <laughs> you sold one pair of glasses. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I put so, so funny. much work. Yeah. I, know. I had put so much work into this, you know, even as it, as a side gig for a long time. Um, sure. It was just always on my mind. I was constantly developing it and trying to make it work. And, you know, I didn't sell anything for a very long time. I had my website up, but I didn't advertise. I didn't share with anybody. I, you know, I, I was just putting in all of like the finishing touches before I like shared it with the world. Um, and then finally, like my, so when COVID hit, <laughs> like many other people in the world, my company shut down and your day I, job, the day job company, right? Yep. Yeah. So, and on top of that, like I was in the middle of my maternity leave. I was pregnant with my first child right. and <laughs> oh my gosh. They, you know, I was like four weeks into my maternity leave and they had a meeting and they're like, we're shutting down the company. And I was like, Oh my God, like, what am I going to do? I'm going to have right. a newborn and yeah, I have a newborn and like, I'm losing my job. <laughs> like what the heck is going to happen? So wow. then I was like, okay, maybe this is an opportunity. This. Yeah. It's time to take this like little fun project I've been developing and make it, you know, go serious with it. So, right. um, I, I started just sharing, sharing, sharing. And when I made my first sale, I like start crying. And, like, <laughs> I was oh my just gosh, super so happy. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and How then, cool is um, that though? And was it someone you yeah. knew or was it a random, I don't mean to be not negative, but you it know, was someone you didn't know. Just, right. Yeah. Just someone I didn't know. I think right. they were from Florida and I was like, I love you. <laughs> you <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you need. <laughs> That's yeah. So great. Yeah. And then I really started focusing on, um, 
on influencer marketing. So I just kept reaching out to people that I felt like fit my brand and um, had a, you know, a really large engaging audience. And I found quite a few women who were great. Like I, sh- I gave them product and they, they shared for me and it's been driving sales. And that's, you know, the, the main way that I've built this. Cause I've tried, you know, Facebook ads and those kinds right. of things, but you spend a lot so of money con- on it though. And there's so yeah. much competition in that space now. Right. And I'm still, you know, I'm still doing that, but it's definitely not as effective as influencer marketing for me, for sure. (laughs) And Instagram ads, same thing. I I know they're kind of joint, but I mean, do you find Instagram valuable in terms of advertising? Yeah, I I have seen more success, like, because when you're in the, you know, the ad platform, you can see like where, exactly. yeah, you can choose either. Or if you know you're running both, you can see which one's, you know, being more successful. And I'm definitely having more success on Instagram because Got you know it. my my product is highly influenced by the way it looks on other people. Totally, you know, because totally. You, it's not some like I have a virtual try on that I actually I just implemented say, onto my website. I yeah, know, the virtual try on is pretty live. big deal, right? Yeah, and it went just went live a couple of days ago, so it's still new. But that's kind of one of the the setbacks of you know of having um, a product like mine that you know, people want to try it on, you know, <laughs> they're totally. they're used to going to the stores and sitting in front of the mirror and like seeing all the different styles. So like, that's been a, a huge, a huge thing for me is, but that's why, you know, the influencer marketing has been great because people can, you know, visualize themselves exactly with them the glasses by seeing on. at other people, which yeah. is the biggest yeah. thing, right? I mean, it's hard to sell. I mean, you, you know, it seems like you'd have to buy a number of sizes shapes colors try them on return the ones you don't want and right <laughs> i'm looking yeah at, and i i do have a lot of people doing that so i offer free shipping and free returns for oh, that wow. back so people can order all of them and you know send back the ones that didn't work for them my like, so. god i'm trying them on right now i have the uh, website up i know i'm probably not the target <laughs> audience for these by the way <laughs> Well, you know, men's styles are in the pipeline. I hope to. I was going to say, these are, I mean, (laughs) they look funny on me. I mean, I'm glad that we're not like on video right now um, doing this. (laughs) Let's see. Hold on. I think, oh yeah, this is cool. Um, Okay. This is pretty cool. So um, this is great. So what's next? So you mentioned men's styles. What's in front of you? What do you need to do to grow the brand? So I have so many inquiries about, you know, prescription and that's, that's been um, a tough thing for me to tackle at the moment. I am still in search of, you know, a company that can help me do that third party fulfillment kind of thing. Um, It's always been like my next step is to offer prescription, but I just haven't been able to figure out who that is going to be that's going to help me with that. Yeah. So that's definitely my next step. And then um, offering readers and then a men's line. Like I would love to have a men's line. We got to have a men's line. Yeah. (laughs) This is funny. I'm still trying on. I know I shouldn't be doing that. Um, It's like, it's so random. Um, That's really cool. So I always love to ask our guests, um, you know, what have been two or three of the biggest lessons learned, you know, from starting your own business and and you've, you know, you got kind of forced into making it your, your regular thing and, and growing this, but what, what have been a couple things you've really learned in that process? Um, so I guess, if I'm speaking to others who are like me, like beginners digging into something like a business with no experience, no background, starting from scratch, I'd say 
like having a resourceful mindset is super important. Um, Being willing, yeah, being willing to, you know, put in the hours and take the time to really learn the things you don't know. Like, it's kind of obvious, like Google is going to be your best friend. (laughs) I'm, I'm surprised by, you know, how many people you know, get held up or scared to move forward with something because they think they don't know enough. Like just be resourceful, go out and learn, like find the information. It's not secret information. It's all out there. You just, you have to be willing to dig deep and take the time to learn that stuff. Yeah. That's, I think that's great advice. Yeah. And I also say like, start when you're not ready because like ah, i because if you wait I, you'll be waiting forever right i mean right? who knows like, when you'll be you're ready never yeah you're never ever going to be ready to do something <laughs> like you just have to start and pivot and learn along the way it's going to be a lot of trial and error like just just go just start just start doing something and it'll snowball and all of a sudden you'll have this business <laughs> that's really cool that's really really cool um i'm super yeah. excited for you uh i can't wait for the men's line you'll have to come back on when that's available and i can do my little <laughs> yeah. try on um share, <laughs> share with our audience how to connect with you uh buy your product check it out etc <laughs> test the glasses out yeah so my website's rebelkin.com and there's virtual try-on. If you go and look at the different products, you'll see a virtual try-on button underneath um, the images. And then if you feel like trying them out, you can use um, the promo code contender. Ah, for there we go. <laughs> I love it. That's yeah. the perfect promo code. And, and I'm so glad you built it into the recording so I don't have to put it at the beginning. That's great. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Contender. I love it. A checkout. Yeah. Um, very, very cool. And then where did Rebel Ken come from? I got to ask you about the name. Yeah. So, I mean. Because okay, you're a rebel so and you have kin that are rebel. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, exactly. I've got some kin and they're rebel. And I thought that would be a cool yeah, name. Yeah, she is. But, but like, I guess the name. So, you know, growing up, we were we were taught, you know, at least for me and people around me that you know, you're supposed to go to school, you're supposed to get a job, you're supposed to climb the corporate ladder, get married, have babies, like do all these things. Right. We've been put inside these boxes and like had these paths paved for us with all these rules. And um, you just felt like that was supposed to be the thing that you're supposed to do, you know, and that's never sat well with me. I've always been sort of a rebel, <laughs> you know, right, I, guess I love say. it. I've been, you know, the troublemaker i hated schedules i hated rules i i hated all of those things and you know that the whole idea around entrepreneurship i think is to go out and just have ambition to to create something for yourself and that's totally. who my brand is for for the family of rebels a rebel kitten you know so i love that i think that's so cool i love it i love the i, just, I love it challenge the system right i mean and you're right yeah. we're kind of brought up yeah. to expect certain things and live in a certain um a way and it's it's great well leah it's been so yeah. great meeting you again look forward to following uh your growth and look forward to staying in touch thanks so much for coming on the podcast yeah thank you thank you so much the Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.